Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another BXB bonus babble. I believe this is the fifth bonus babble. Okay, can you remember, Joel? What number are we on for the prediction? Is it the fourth or the fifth? It's the fourth, I think. This is the fourth. I'm jumping ahead already to tomorrow because time is starting to dilate in a weird way in my head because of the lack of sleep and they're basically turning into a vampire and being up at weird hours of the night. Tonight, I will be staying up from midnight till 5 a.m. to do Microsoft Bethesda because I'm insane. But here today, we are going to talk about EA. And I'm wearing, I'm going to try and wear a themed T-shirt for each of our daily shows, guys. And I'm wearing today in memoriam of the EA product that wasn't shown at the show. And that's, I've got my Mass Effect Andromeda shirt on today. Oh, so, poor Mass Effect. Poor, poor Mass Effect. But we'll get to what we're, we'll get to the possibility of something much, much better than Mass Effect that was shown at the show when we go through the running order and talk about all the things that were shown last night at EA Play. Uh, also, you may have just heard his voice with me today, obviously, as well as my wonderful co-pilot for E3, Joel. Say that, Joel. Hello. We have our Joel. semi. Hello, Joel. Yes, yeah, <laughs> nearly, nearly, nearly got it. We have our semi-regular guest for these live shows. Richard, you're going to be with us tonight, but not tomorrow. But then you're going to be with us on Tuesday. Is that right? That's, I think, the plan. Yeah, just popping in for now. Nice to see you. Yeah, so we've missed you. We've missed you. I, I've done a lot. Of, I did solo shows, and we did our predictions podcast, which we really missed you from. I have to say that it would have been lovely to have you. But you had your wedding anniversary. How many years is it? six years six years she's put up six with you wonderful that, years that is impressive that anybody could last that long with richard You're just I, am. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I am jealous i'm totally jealous i'm only on like four with my wife so you know i, I know uh, joel how many years are you at come on we'll just we'll just tally them off the uh, old man club, the old man club. He I'm doesn't sorry, know. I think, it might, he doesn't, I think <laughs> it might be four. I think it might be four this year. And actually, you've just <laughs> got to double check. It's, oh, next like month. A, it's next month, and it's four. Yeah, <laughs> like a, like a like a real <laughs> husband. He doesn't remember how long he's been with his wife. That's what happens when you play this many video games. You, your memory is just not what it was. Well, so, you, you, uh, you see, I don't have to worry because because I re very recently lost my wedding ring on holiday, so I'm now actually divorced. The the new rule is that the the wife is whoever finds the ring. My wife is now married to, so that's that's what I'm rolling with. You you I I you lost your wedding ring. Yeah, I think it got sucked in the inlet on the pool, and the pool cleaner failed to find it. So, yeah. Oh boy. It's all right. The wife was there. She, you know, understood it was an accident. It wasn't anything, you know, suspicious. I didn't like pull it off the emergency cash or anything. So, you know, she was, <laughs> she's kind of all right about it. <laughs> so, what we're doing right now is this: is we're going to do a, a nightly podcast at seven o'clock tonight, tomorrow, and the day after, where we look back at the press conferences that happened in that intervening time so tonight we've just got ea to look at tomorrow we'll have uh, microsoft and bethesda to look at and then on the final show we're going to have sony ubisoft and nintendo to talk about so what we're going to do is we're going to basically just go through the wrap-up um which i posted uh last night about ea and just talk about whatever you feel like talking about this could be quite brief um it's definitely each show is not going to be any longer than an hour so this one could be um quite a lot shorter than that but we'll just see what happens you never know it's always what happens on the on the bxb podcast is when when i say there's not a lot to talk about that's when the show is five hours long <laughs> so um, so you know I, I generally richard knows doesn't he yeah. he's like oh yeah okay can we, not, can we not overlap the xbox conference today that's all i have <laughs> no definitely <laughs> not i i also want some dinner 
uh, and uh, I maybe a rest before I, I get into live tweeting that. And by the way, guys, please follow at BXB Games uh, on Twitter because I am live tweeting like a motherfucker. These conferences. Doing a good job as well. Screenshots. Screen grabbing like a bitch. Like, like a fucking pro. Uh, and if you're uh, an Xbox person, try and watch the conference tonight on Mixer because they're giving away free stuff. So that's cool, isn't it? I mean, free stuff's good. Mixer's already yeah. given me some free stuff. I don't know if you had any free stuff, Richard. I got I got some stuff in the week. Uh, stuff I already had, but nice that they tried to give it to me. Oh, you know, no, so, I haven't got any free stuff. What did you some get? Some Forza DLC. Uh, they tried oh. to give me some Porsche pack or something, but I already had it, so I was like, oh, it just didn't so work. So how much did you have to watch to get that? No, that was just linking my account, I believe, to the Xbox. So I think, they were, I think they were. I think they were trying out the giveaway system probably that's going to be in place tonight okay. so i think that's probably what that was a dry run a dry run anyway without further ado we all watched ea live so let's talk uh, i guess a little bit um at the start maybe about the strange reliance on influencers and esports to carry this conference it i is it just because i'm old guys or did that feel strange um what does feel strange is my wife staring at me right now. What do you want? Brilliant. Live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I didn't think that felt weird. I thought you broke, it felt, you broke the um, illusion then that we're not all sat in BXB towers, you know, covering, <laughs> covering E3, holding hands, hopefully naked. You, you oh, broke that. You just broke it, Richard. Smashed. I, that can still be the case. We've just I, got women here as well. <laughs> I why would you want that? I don't understand. It's video games. No place for women in video games. Um, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just yeah. um, uh, thought it was cool. Thing. No, yeah. I thought that I thought that worked well. I mean, how, how about when Jesse lost his coming shit? across quite cheesy and um, all big boy Barry from the '90s, where you... gamers are supposed to be overly cool more than they really are. I know all of it felt fairly genuine, so I thought it worked. The problem I had was the problem I had was when when. <laughs> It's not genuine to try and read off an auto cue, the auto cue to break, and you to forget that you're a human being that mm. speaks. That's not genuine. <laughs> That's just really fucking awkward. I must have you know, missed that then. You miss Jesse. You miss Jesse. He is now. I don't know what his like handle is. If I knew, I'd probably watch him on Twitch now because he, the auto cue broke. He was trying to intro Need for Speed, and his brain shut down on him. And I, it must be scary. There's a lot of people watching sure. that. But, you know, there are a lot more people than watching this, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, he just he struggled a bit. What did you think, Joel, about the general reliance on this new kind of media to, to, to get things across? Uh, well, it's it's kind of what I expected. It's, biz it's big business for them. The esports thing's going to be huge. Think about all the sports games that EA do and things like the FIFA and the Ultimate Teams. And, you know, they've got the Madden franchise, they've got the golf, they've got the, the NBA and it, everything. It's massive for them. So it's exactly how it was always going to be. That's the a huge portion of the audience they want to get an, an attract to this and 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 show that they're taking it seriously so yeah very much what i expected so while, we, while we're doing this me and joel from memory we might trick off science some of the predictions if, if you can remember i'm not going to bring them up because i'm feeling lazy joel if you wish to bring them up because i've already got something on my screen feel free mm. but um tell me if i'm right but i'm pretty sure we predicted the first thing which was a story mode in added madden yeah we, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure one of us, both of us said that was coming. That was that seemed pretty obvious that that's been long rumored that their story modes in their, in their sports games was going to show up in basically everything. Uh, what's cool, don't know if you knew this, guys, 
but the guys writing the Madden 18 story long shot, uh, Friday Night Lights guys. That's pretty cool. Did you guys ever see Friday Night Lights? No, oh, what's that? What is that? It's a very good US TV show to do with American footballers. Oh, very, right. very good. No, you've never have you never heard the saying, was it clear eyes, full hearts? No. Never heard anybody meme that up online. That's from Okay, fine, just me. But I thought when I saw that actual no. some some actual pedigree involved with writing this this story, I thought that was that was pretty cool. But I don't think we're gonna dwell too long unless you guys want to on Madden, because Madden is Madden. Uh, I'm not sure how many people will be into Madden in the UK. I know it's got a, a following. That's pretty, football, pretty good. Pretty good following. I've yeah. got I've got a couple of friends who who like the NFL. I don't mind it too much. I, I get together. I watch the Super Bowl with him. I've been to Wembley a few times to see it. It's it's quite entertaining. I wouldn't, although I wouldn't. I I'd argue that a Madden game is probably not my thing. I'd definitely play it for a laugh, but um, I would I think I'd stick with it for a career mode personally. But that's just because you know. Of my personal tastes, not because uh, it's, I'm, I'm saying it's going to be crap. My 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 closest mm -hmm. connection to American football um, was probably getting drunk with the American football team at uni. I remember doing that quite a bit. They knew how to put away their their, their booze. I always respected that. They drink me under the table every time, but they were a good bunch of lads. So that that was my my closest connection to that. A great football story, Ben. American football story. <laughs> A little anecdote there, Richard. You know, you've, you've. I know you're a teetotaler. You don't touch the the booze. You're a very straight laced guy, Richard, holding up his beer right now to get through the day. Um, okay, so also we'll link this to now the FIFA 18. Alex Hunter's back. The journey part two, if you like, the H Hunter returns, uh, which was teased amazingly by a lot of live action shots of footballers who I don't think realised Alex Hunter is a fictional character and that. They might have thought he was a real player because footballers. No, are, they all knew. Footballers they, are really no, stupid. They all know. You know, football. They play football all day, and I, I seriously do think they go home and they play FIFA all night. I know a lot of the professionals do. It's really yeah. funny. Like, I can imagine them all playing each other on FIFA. And do you think they play as themselves as well? You know, when you play that team mm -hmm. mode where you can be one player. He's like, you know, Wade Rooney sat at home. He's like, right, I'm going to get Rooney. Uh, he's my best player. Like, <laughs> just plays himself. What? what? My defense rating is 76. I tell you, I'm at least yeah. a 77. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Right, a sternly worded tweet to yeah, EA. Exactly. Complained. Well, I'm not that balding, am I? God. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I could just, I could just see it now. Yeah, yeah. But but that's back, and that was for me the best part of FIFA last year. I absolutely, I really enjoyed the journey. I was going to say absolutely loved then, but I walked that back because I didn't absolutely love it. But I really enjoyed it. It was I thought a really cool addition to FIFA, and I always enjoy FIFA because I've played it pretty much every year since I was like 14. So I'm I'm not going to stop. Um, but I always like to play as my, my old local team, Gillingham, uh, who I may not even be in the game anymore because they've probably been so far relegated that they don't exist in mainstream football. But I, I, I honestly can't remember. They, they weren't doing well the last time I looked. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But what's there to say? Another FIFA game. You know, EA doing what EA does, trying out its sports. You know, I'm, all I could think of when I was watching that and live tweeting that is this would be so much better with Peter Moore. But yeah. sadly, sadly not with us anymore. He's not dead. He's now running. He's not, dead. He's, he's he's not dead. He's managing Liverpool. Yeah. So you know that. Well, he's he's sort. He's does their finance side. He's COO. I want to say. Um, so um, let's move on to the DLC for Battlefield One. In the name of the Czar, the Eastern Front of World War One. We're gonna get. Um, we're gonna get female soldiers. I think they mentioned that, didn't they? Uh, yeah. It looks like lots of dudes on horseback. 
um, which looked pretty cool. Um, more Battlefield One. That game is a fucking good shooter. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm up for more of that. I don't know how you guys feel. I was going to say, yeah. are female soldiers canon? And then I realised mm. it's not a story; it's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you put them in one, Rich. Yeah. Only if you put them in one. A canon. Hey. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm quite, I'm quite excited about this. If, if, if anyone knows their World War One history, and you probably loads of people will know it a lot better than I do, but the, the, this is literally the, the front where Russia and the Ottoman Empire had like lots of fights and things, and, and eventually, uh it all came to an end when the russian empire collapsed <laughs> so uh there's lots of history around it certainly a lot of um if you read up the awesome big battles and things so yeah it's got it's got loads of scope it looked pretty cool all snow themed and stuff uh one of the other things they did talk about was this very that they'd listened um and they were going to be introducing a new team focused mode now it wasn't specific to this dlc they said it would be coming later in the year but um that sounded quite cool as well so for those of you uh um we, we, that, we... Hmm, that to me sounded like the often the often when players often ask for a smaller call of duty-esque style mode in battlefield games um and i always would respond go play call of duty then mm -hmm. because battlefield is meant to be large scale i don't understand the desire to have 4v4 multiplayer um... in that game i don't get it we played it in Bad Company too. They had a, a a very focused team mode, where it literally just took your squad, four players, four per team, and 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 went up. And it was a really good way, uh, you know, playing casually. We we used to find ourselves generally being like the top squad or the second best squad in the team. Quite often, we were actually really good. So it was a really good way to start measuring yourself up against everyone else who thinks they might be good. Um, so we played a couple of games. Where we won one, locked the achievement, and then never went back and played again. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah but i think it's i think there's definitely some people who'd be up for giving it a crack um i mean i, I this is this is a thing right later on I, i'll wait for us to get to the runtime but ea seems to be moving actively away from paid dlc right mm -hmm. and yet all this dlc we're talking about right now for battlefield one is locked behind a pretty steep season pass that i believe is somewhere in the 35 to 40 pound region right to, to basically get 40 quid that's mm -hmm. that's most of the price of the right. game and that you to get all this DLC for Battlefield One—that's pretty fucking ridiculous, don't you think? I mean, mm -hmm. and, and then to have this push that they're putting on their other massive IP, we'll talk about at the end of the the podcast. So I, I feel like this is a slight like incoherence in the in the in the communication in the in their strategy here. I don't get it. I don't know why they would do that. I really don't. Other than to say, you know, we can charge the Battlefield players because they're idiots and they'll pay for it. I suspect it's to do with the nature of the player base. I mean, we know that Battlefront is more of a casual game. And if there's people dropping off that quickly, which I suspect there was come the end of that DLC package, um, that will have influenced their decision to remove the season pass for the sequel. Battlefield... Well, they, you just completely know, spoiled my reveal then, Richard, by the way, because I was really trying hard not to say Battlefront. But thanks for just dropping the shit down there. God Sorry. damn it, you Sorry that. mm. But that's that's the point, though, right? The, the yes. Battlefield will have more of a dedicated following. It's more of a serious game. So those people will pay the premium. And as we know from Battlefront, if you want to launch into that in a minute, then that isn't necessarily the case. Well... The other thing to bear in mind is the problem they had on Battlefront was that the DLC fragmented the player base quite a bit as well, um, which meant that as the game's gone on and the the number of people playing it um, 
sort of reduces it actually became quite hard to find certain types of matches yeah. specifically yeah, yeah, for players yeah. who hadn't invested in the dlc so i think that lends a lot of weight as to why it's worth giving it away free um but yeah at the same time i think battlefield has probably obviously i don't know the numbers and stuff but i would expect it has more um more yeah like you say players uh invested in it and spending more money on it than it battlefront does so um as i mean are you saying like players now like at the similar at the similar time point in battlefronts you know when we were talking about summertime last year you're you're hypothesizing that there are less players at this point then to where there are with battlefield one players now i mean that's i suppose that's possible uh but then again it was star wars so you've got you've got a pretty big sort of built-in fan base there um i'm not i'm not sure that necessarily mm. tracks um and i'm not and i'm not cool with the idea what richard proposed though i imagine it is their thinking that you know oh well yeah they, these guys will pay because they're into hardcore shooters so they'll pay um it's just a bit disappointing i just i'd like everybody to to go to this sort of this model of uh, free DLC that we seem to be tracking towards, especially EA with things like Titanfall 2 as well, and that was at the end of last year and stuff like that, where they're really pushing, let's keep these players on board, let's maybe support with microtransactions for cosmetics, uh, you know, stuff that doesn't affect gameplay, and then and then you're making money and you're keeping everybody together and you're keeping the engagement uh, a longer rate and stuff like that with a longer tail. I think that's I think that's awesome, but, you know... Anyway, it is just... awesome. No one's doing this for... Um altruistic reasons are they i mean no one's going to drop a season pass if they can sell their season pass um call of duty will retain its season pass i'm guessing battlefield will be the same if people continue to pay for it and it's a viable model then they'll carry on doing it they're only taking it away from titles like well titanfall is a good example isn't it that um it released with the season pass the first time around that did fracture the player base quite badly and people dropped off that quicker than they ordinarily might have done ended up then rolling back and giving away all that dlc for free to try and win back some players um, i i don't however think battlefield one I, I just don't believe they could go hit look at these crazy massive numbers on people spending another 40 quid on the dlc i just don't think that's gonna that's bad would bear to be true I okay really so here's another angle on it then so the you know these games require a huge amount of server backend infrastructure and all of that so how are they going to fund that um, well, they they haven't know, announced over, over a, a, you know. So I think DLC at least will go some way to helping them fund that. But do you think they'll they'll move to an ad supported model to try and help, or do you no, think they'll it's, move it's to the, a premium it's, subscription it's, model? It's the, or something? No, it's the, it's no. the freemium model. It's the freemium model. It, it, you know, Battlefront hasn't announced it, but there will almost one hundred percent be cosmetic DLC for it. Yeah, Battlefront mm -hmm. Two. I, I would mm -hmm. I would put money down on that right now. Um, you know, that's how they're going to support it. You'll be able to buy. Probably skins, I would imagine. Different character models, you know, things like that. Uh, paint jobs for your stormtroopers, you know, like um, uh, Sabine in Rebels and stuff like that. So you can, you know, look, make your clone troopers and your stormtroopers look different and things like that. You know, that kind of customization. And that's what they've been doing with Titanfall 2. And and it's that's also what they did with Halo. So, I mean, you know, that's worked really well for that game. The multiplayer is still um, much more vibrant than, you know, any of the previous games at this point in its cycle. Um, but anyway, we should probably move on. We should probably move on to the next game, which, Joel, I remember this. We got this prediction spot on. And that is Need for Speed Payback is basically Fast and the Furious, the video game. And I am hyped as fuck to play that. I am so excited. You guys know I love Fast and the Furious. I don't think I've ever been excited for a Need for Speed game before. 
and I'm genuinely looking forward to playing this. I mean, it's got some burnout in there, you know, with yeah. the takedowns. It's got the kind of camaraderie, the family of Fast and the Furious. I mean, what, what is there not to get excited about? That game looks cool, man. It does look cool. I wonder how staged it is because it just looks too cool. But we've seen similar stuff like that work before. I mean, Burnout has done that. Need for Speed has kind of done that when Criterion have been involved. Um, yeah, I think it'll be good. Yep, I thought it looked um, it looked pretty fun uh, from what they showed. It, um, yeah, looked like it was reasonably quite well accomplished and stuff. The only, the only thing I was sitting there thinking whilst I was watching it is just, Jesus Christ, that lorry's going like 120 miles an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he looked at the speedo of the car and how fast he had to go to catch up with it. And, and this lorry had some serious acceleration. <laughs> it was pulling away like instantly at points and stuff. And I was just like, Christ, you know, that's the that's what I want to unlock, that lorry. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> stop this car. Oh, God. So That's yeah, quite it, funny, it, it, looked, yeah. it looked quite it looked quite fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more of that. Um, see what happens with it. So we now moved into the kind of bit of EA where Mr. Gray, um, whose name I can't remember, but he had a grey top. He sounded very grey, with a very grey accent, and his delivery was very grey. And he came out and he was like, "Hey, there's some games. I'm really tight with this guy. Uh, he made a brother. He made Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, and he's got a new studio and a new game. And I was just like, God, this is gonna be so boring and shit." dull uh and then he and then and then we saw it and i was like wow a way out this look this has gone from I've, i was reading there has been a teaser trailer out for a while but i don't think anybody like connected to what the product was um wow. so that's been out on the internet for a while now but but a way out is basically a co-op only um prison i guess it's like a escaping prison prison break type situation possibly set in the sort of 70s era i'm not sure about the era because there's some interesting hair going on here uh about you know escaping prison in the and and i don't want to do it disservice i'll throw over to one of you guys in a second but it, the developer who came out who was the most hype most genuine most excited dude i've ever seen on an e3 stage got so pumped and he's like this will be the best game ever i love this game you will love this game i loved it i love that guy it was amazing uh and then he basically like every situation is going to be unique that you find yourself in so you're never going to do the same kind of gameplay loop twice in the game i was like wow there's some ambition here he also stressed the game is designed not just for co-op but couch co-op the most if you want to get the most out of a way out you're going to be playing it with your buddy sat next to you Curious, sounds awesome. yeah what do you guys think uh, i don't know the unique experience thing, I have doubts because it's heavily scripted, or at least it appears to be from the trailer. I mean, it's all properly voiced. It's got cutscenes. Um, it boasted oddly of being able to walk around while the other player is in a cutscene. Not sure why that is particularly boastworthy, but there we are. Um, yeah, it looks interesting, didn't it? Some um, good riffing on the mechanics of Brothers, which interestingly was a single player game but controlling one person with each stick. So have they said mm. that this is absolutely co-op only? Yes, yeah. they stressed that. It cemented solidly. Yeah, yeah, you won't be able to play it. There is no single-player mode. It's uh, two-player only. It will support online co-op, um, but split screen is what they're really going for. They want well, to experience is focused around that. Right, so we saw video of those interesting split screens, yeah? yeah. So like a portrait and landscape split mm. screen. The impression I got is that even in online co-op, you're both going to be seeing the screen looking like that. 
that's what and i that, would expect yeah. yeah from basically the way yeah. and that's part of the design choice and i think it's such a brave thing to say you've got to play this with someone else you've got to do that and i think you know that's going to hurt you know sales in certain sectors you know it, you know a lot of people just play video games by themselves a lot of people um but i think to to come out with a he's obviously come up with this very specific design idea he, he told an anecdote about how, how him and his friend wanted to play a co-op game that wasn't dropping and out that was story based that was emotional and engaging and it didn't exist so he made it how that's just i love that guy um you know so uh, i think this is crazy 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 cool and i hope it's as cool as it sounds and it works yeah. as well as it i think the guy you're talking about is Josef Fars. I wrote. Thank you. Yeah. Yesterday, so he's the developer of it, basically. And yeah, I thought genuinely this this looks very original. I definitely agree with Richard. Like, I don't. I think it'll be heavily scripted, a linear experience. The the, the best you'll get is probably playing each character uh, through. Um, although you'll probably, um, I imagine the story works in a way that means that you'll you could probably get away of playing it once and see the the character angle from both ends. But yeah, it looks certainly like an interesting concept. I hope you don't have to. I hope instead of buying, having to buy two copies, when you buy a copy, you get another key to get a friend to play, or you can um, invite a friend to join you for free. Because I think that would that would really work well um, to to sort of ease the pain of, like you say, this being you know having no single player experience. It'd be a shame for someone to accidentally purchase it and then realize that they can't play it by themselves. Hmm. And what Um, didn't Richard mention earlier that EA aren't known for altruistic? business practices i, th- I think that's yeah. pie in the sky mate i don't think i don't think that's going to happen but um uh, i see what you're they saying tried, they tried so hard for this whole conference to try and stress how they're changing like they've they've listened to their customer you know this whole oh we've got this ea originals it's our indie dev program basically look where we, we go out and find the, the best indie talent and we don't buy them off and and like uh suck them up into our corporate machine <laughs> get them to make a game and then go and shoot them in the back of the head later years down the line it's uh, they're really trying hard so do you guys remember what the name of this developer was i want to say something like haze light yeah it's haze light studios yeah, yeah. It is. yeah okay cool sweden yeah 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 joseph you know and the weird thing was i was looking at that and i was like God, he looks a bit like both of these characters kind of melded together in this game is he based on his, off himself and then a tweet went out earlier from jeff keely a picture of his brother who is the actor for one of the characters right so it's like yes they look like him because they're based on his family so it's kind of like, oh, okay, fair it's fair <laughs> So yeah, if you if you need to do a nice bit of character modeling, I suppose the obvious thing to do would be to model it on the guys in the studio or your family because you know you got a good reference there. Um, so that that was pretty hype. That that you know felt original. We had Unravel. Was it last year or the year before? That turned out to be kind of shit. So fingers crossed, this is going to be the cool indie from EA. Yeah. It's got a good idea. It's got a, it's got some promising potential, I think. It, it, if you noticed in the video, there's one bit where it showed them sort of both players in the lock trying to climb up a, a side of widish gap between two walls. I can imagine that pulled off well, there could be some quite funny control schemes and synchronization you have to do between both of you to get up. Probably be really quite a good laugh. But yeah, at the same time, it also, you know, they could really fall flat on their faces and come up with a bit of a lemon. So I, I, I think I, it looks I good, though. Benefit of the doubt at the moment. I really want to play it on a couch with someone, you know. Yeah, I really yeah. do want to play that physically with someone next to you. The idea of that that bonding, that that experiencing that together with someone, I think that sounds super, super interesting. Right now, possibly the most hype thing of the night. The thing that came out of nowhere, but I believe I might have predicted it in the predictions, Joel. I said, didn't I? We were gonna get Dylan by Bioware. And here it is, now known as Anthem. We got a 50 minute teaser trailer with the promise of much more including gameplay at microsoft's concerts did i say 50 minutes 
Yeah, he did 50 minutes. I, say, I, I missed that. I, I, it was less than, it felt like well, 30 seconds. Well, I think if I, I added up all the times I've watched the trailer at this point, I'm up to about 50 minutes. So I think that must be where I was I was thinking there. So, yeah. Did you, um, did you see yeah. the quick quick joke going around about the trailer? The, well, other the, than it's Destiny. The, no, no, no. They, they, they fixed their facial animation problems by having all <laughs> no characters faces. wear masks and helmets. <laughs> so there's no faces, so they can't get that wrong. That's so fucking harsh. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. yeah people are cruel. Uh, but anyway, Anthem. And it seems to be, you know, the rumor was EA wanted a Destiny killer, um, something to compete with Activision in that space, a shared world experience of some kind we don't know if it's a shooter but i'm pretty sure it's a shooter and this is being made by bioware and we got to see what looked like uh, mechs an interesting world that could either be another planet or post-apocalyptic future earth or something like that we got a wall a bit like a tower almost wouldn't you say guys um you know and, and they, uh, they called it the wall explicitly didn't they they did yes um and uh, we got that's kind of it a little bit of a sort of a tone piece it feels sci-fi it feels adventure there's a obviously well, a threat at hand survival um there's been some key art that shows different character classes um so i think did it, the know, big reveals tonight though didn't they say it's gonna be scorpio and they're gonna show it uh, it will be part of the microsoft press conference so you should see even more of it tonight what i thought was interesting actually ea kind of caveated this reveal of anthem beforehand we're talking about how closely they've been working with microsoft and how impressed they've been with the hardware um scorpio so they've given them a bit of a, a pre-hype before their own conference obviously a little co-marketing deal is already in place here and um yeah they showed off some screenshots of madden which i kind of looked at and went yeah looks like madden uh, and then they showed anthem and uh I was quite glad they followed up Anthem with uh, NBA Live because I could basically ignore them talking about that while I tweeted excitedly about Anthem. Uh, and yeah. I'd be like, I don't really care. Nobody cares about NBA Live. Whatever. Basketball. Shitty, shitty sim basketball. The basketball game, the, the one that isn't 2K. So no one gives a shit. Um, but yeah, they showed NBA Live after that. But um, yeah, Anthem, guys. I mean, I mean, it's difficult to say anything right now. We'll obviously talk about it, Joel, me and you tomorrow. We'll, but, you know, after what we see on uh, Xbox, Richard will be excluded from that um so <laughs> what, what are your initial thoughts guys other than hype uh i think the association with scorpio is interesting and if that wasn't mentioned you'd think well nice cg trailer but when they mention how closely they've worked with microsoft on their new xbox iteration it makes you think hang on is that representative of in-game could it possibly be because that looks far and away nothing like what the xbox one could achieve um so we'll see how representative that is later on tonight i guess but it does make me excited scorpio so, might be better than we thought uh i'm gonna i'm i'm, I'm I, I find it hard to get too excited about games that show nothing more than a 40 second cgi trailer or a hand a smattering of images or anything so uh to, i think tonight will be the let's let's see what we get tonight and yeah well, let's find. Yeah, we're going to find out what kind of game it actually is. Hopefully, yeah. a release window, that sort of stuff. You know, because at the moment we don't really know if it's a shooter. I think it. You know, like I said, it probably is. But um, yeah, exciting then. So we had NBA Live after that, which is all I'm going to say about that. Um, and then we got into Battlefront Two. I believe they teased this at the start of the show. They said there was going to be half an hour, or something like that, or 40 minutes or something of Battlefront Two, and they did not lie. Uh, first of all, we got a really sexy cinematic gameplay trailer that looked stunning. And then I believe the actress playing um, one of the, the lead character. I'm, the, I've got this, the lead stormtrooper. Uh, I cannot remember yeah. her name. 
Janina Gavanka. That's the that's the actor's name uh, who plays Iden Ver Versio. Iden Versio. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she came out and owned the stage like I don't think I've seen any other presenter at E3 ever do. She should do all presentations from now on for everything. I mean, it helped that she was flanked by a bunch of stormtroopers. Don't get me wrong, and she was kind of in a themed outfit, but she was confident, poised, beautiful, and absolutely just took control. She was ad-libbing and also reading from Water Q. Well, she showed everybody else up. I loved it. She was amazing. It's just like you know, have more of that. And then she threw to a bunch of clowns at a desk who tried desperately to call a multiplayer match and have clearly never done that in their lives before. It was the worst fucking most boring i was so hyped to see battlefront 2 playing and yet by 10 minutes into that i just wanted it to end i just wanted it to stop because it was so bad <laughs> i kind of zoned those guys out to be honest but everything about like badly cut together first person view you know multiplayer footage with it wasn't bad considering it's 40 people playing on the fly video editing it wasn't bad yeah, but it wasn't good either. It wasn't. It wasn't interesting. They often showed a dude dying. They often showed things yeah, like yeah. a guy shooting and missing or something like that. That's not. I want a fucking video package that shows a game at its best. I understand that they're trying to show this being played live and give you the idea of how it will work and all that. I get that. But you've got a bunch of moron shoutcasting that that were just awful. And then with the bad footage, it was just like make it end. And then it's they throw back to Mr. Gray, and then the conference just sort of peters out and stopped. It was so weird that the gate, the whole thing didn't even have an ending. It, it was did so strange, weird, didn't it? It's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you did expect something else. Um, anyway, jo I mean, what do we think about Front Two, though? What do we think? Yeah. Well, just just on the actual way they went about presenting it at the show. Um, so before the show, se several bits of footage had leaked from some of the people who'd been involved in the early kind of play and stuff. And I watched some of that before, so I already had a, a kind of keen eye. And what I was looking out for to see if that was going to be the same footage that they showed at the thing, they didn't. It was different. And I genuinely think that they showed it, you know, what they showed was actual live gameplay. It wasn't scripted or doctored. That's why the director probably had so much trouble trying to, trying to switch between players, try and demonstrate the action and show things. Um, yeah, I, I thought genuinely looked at like battlefront it's cool seeing the the, the clone troopers and back in that earlier and stuff and the, the the way they've changed the hero system now so it's all points you know you earn points for you know working on objectives and kills and scores and then you can use those to buy um you know buy a special character turn into a battle droid get yourself a ship uh a starfighter and that kind of stuff i thought that was a, a nice cool change because i used to really get annoyed with people who'd memorized the location of all the hero drops and stuff in the original and just would always be the heroes and it was pretty impossible to get become a hero in a multiplayer a match unless you chose one of the hero specific modes and stuff so yeah i thought that was really quite cool uh looked quite good and i'm looking forward to giving it a play and obviously that the the fact that all dlc will be free for it was uh you know straight away that's just like ah i might actually pre-order this then um mainly because i wasn't it yeah yeah I'm, yeah until you know that once you buy it that's you you done i was having um mixed thoughts about whether i was going to jump in or not because i did get the original and i did get the season pass and it was probably worth it because i didn't pay full price but uh, mm. i don't know you kind of think well i'd like to play it but maybe i'll wait when they the do that sort of model i'll get that at launch i expect we, we yeah. i was i was waxing lyrical about the potential of this story on the prediction show and how excited i am to play this time period from the perspective of the empire and i think that's where I'm really excited as well. I mean, I'm I'm really hyped to, to see this story. The fact that they're working in um, canon elements from the comics and stuff, um, 
into the story that uh, the comics have been dealing with, like the that that era where they've had the Empire has basically given these kind of um, slash and burn orders to any of the remaining Imperials. Basically, he's mm. like, we're just going to destroy as much of the galaxy as possible, leave nothing for the Rebe rebellion. If you can destroy it, and it's kind of this this really negative horrible attitude it's gonna be very interesting to see how, how character and her team plays into that in that intervening time period and i think that's uh that's really cool man it's a really interesting setup and I, i'm hyped to play that story definitely uh, and i really enjoyed the multiplayer battlefront i like how accessible it is um it's definitely i'm really kind of enjoying this the concept of the class system coming back properly though um into battlefront 2 i like that the idea of specializing and you know the the unlock point things like you were mentioning joe i think that's gonna uh, give everybody a fair shake rather than those annoying fucking tokens, which I yeah. agree was not a great way of doing it. Um, so yeah, I think it was super positive. Just looks, looks stunning. I imagine it's going to look real good on the Scorpio. I think we might get to see it on the Scorpio at the press conference as well. What do you guys think? Undoubtedly, uh, I think. <laughs> Hopefully. The, the only reason I'd caveat it is that um, throughout the show, they kept switching between sort of you know, some of the sports game they show had Xbox advertising, mm. Xbox One advertising and things in it, and this yeah. this was this was marked up with PS PlayStation. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe this will be something that's held back to the Sony conference, um, or Microsoft may merely show it as part of a collage of of just games that are coming rather than anything specific. But um, yeah, it, it will be on Scorpio. I have no doubt um, they'll probably go for 4K 60. I don't see why not because they'll probably be targeting at lower hardware anyway. So it'll just. Uh, It'll just uh, scale in performance quite well. So yeah, let's uh, let's let's wait and see. So it'll be revealed I... in a couple of hours. <laughs> Indeed, it will. So before I sign us off here at uh, EA Play um, for the evening, I just wanted to give you guys. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but multiple reputable sources like Jeff Keighley are saying Scorpio is four nine nine US. How do you guys react to that? Uh, I. That seems hard. Uh, yeah, I think it's a purposeful leak, and I think what Microsoft are going to do is, I think they may have done that on purpose, and then they'll come in much lower. I'm still going to go for my 350 estimate, although it's probably going to be more realistically 400. But uh, yeah, 350, I still think. Where are you, Rich? Just leaning there. Uh, I think probably they want to do 400, with PlayStation having done... They've started a sale this week, haven't they? Which I can't help but think mm -hmm. is testing Microsoft's resolve because the, the PS4 has gone as low as 200 with bundled games. And yeah, crazy, crazy deals. They've done the same, haven't they? They're going to announce a, they reckon they're going to do a $50 um, price yeah, drop on the it. Xbox One S, haven't they? Have they done it? They've done that. Yeah, they've done yeah. that. In the US, anyway, I'm not sure about the UK. Um, the, the one thing I want, I mean, um, it's interesting because it was, what was it, three years ago, four years ago when both of them revealed their hardware and Xbox went first. And then Sony famously dropped their price in those in intervening hours between the two conferences, basically, uh, mm -hmm. and just ate ate the loss. But you know, very much took a last minute decision to to go lower so that they could undercut Xbox. Um, super competitive of them. Kudos for the move. I mean, that's still just a rumor, but you know, I think it's a fairly uh, substantiated one. Um, so the, the, what you're what you're talking about, Joel, about them purposefully leaking a higher price so that at the conference they can wow everyone um i kind of love that i think that's super awesome and i hope it's so hope it's true i so hope it's true because like we were talking on the prediction show 
if they do this again and go 499 like they launched with the Xbox One, so about 430, 450 UK, basically exactly the same price as the Xbox One, but without, say, the Kinect sensor in there this time, uh, I think that is just asking for disaster. Like, really, that would be such a... I mean, all three of us, we're going to buy it, yes. But regular consumer, I think, would just like be like, no, nah, never, no, PS4 for, the, for life. That's it, done. You know? Um, so mm, I just think if they do that again, big mistake, big mistake. Uh, it depends how hard they want to push it, doesn't it? I mean, if this is the equivalent of the elite controller, well, I don't suppose it can be because you know what kind of relevance does the controller have in the wider market? I mean, this is a flagship machine for them, it needs to have some wider appeal than just their best expensive controller. So, I don't know. I'm, think, I'm thinking they might call it the Xbox Elite and match match it up that way to their controller. That's what I said at the. Uh, that's what I said at the prediction show. Yeah, Xbox One Elite is my my shout for name. Um, if not keeping it as Scorpio, because yeah. they've oh, weirdly. Bad. So, so you're just giving me a thought. They. I wonder if they may even go as ballsy as to do a a, a really cheap SKU that doesn't actually include a controller. Hmm. Because it works with the existing Xbox One controllers uh, and all accessories so, moving forward. Maybe for those who just want to do an upgrade, they'll just do one that doesn't include a controller. And that, that will so, be another way to help them just get that cost down a little bit and, more. And at 499 the bundled controller is the Elite controller. Yeah, they, they may just do a more pricey one that includes a controller as on top. So Yeah, I, I, I that's think they're more likely, to, if they're going to go with a high price unit, they'll bundle it with an elite controller to mm. make it feel more valuable. But they have yeah. already done that with um, some of the older Xbox models, haven't they? They've bundled it with an elite. So I guess that I guess would I, make a, it feel more, more of a value package. I mean, they, they, they have been talking, Phil's often said, like, he expects, you know, he wants to make it so the form factor can just, you can just take out your S, put your Scorpio. And put the new one in. No, right no in different there. cables, yeah. no nothing. It just goes straight yeah. in. So, yeah, maybe they will. Like well, we'll find out in a couple of hours potentially. But... Exciting! You guys will join they... me live. You guys will join me live at ten for this. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'm online. Yeah. Uh, I'll be watching it. Obviously, uh, I, I'm still not on Twitter. I mean, in spirit, like we're all watching it live as well. I mean. mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the the either the best show they have or the the worst show on E3. You know, either way, like uh, it's going to be going to be the one to watch. I think. All right, then. I'll wrap this up, then. Richard, did you have a final thought? Sorry, I was just going to say, it's the main show where they've got something to prove either way, isn't it? All the others, yes. they, it's going to be... It's going to be fine. There's going to be nice, interesting stories, good games to reveal for the first time, catch up on the stuff we've seen before. But Microsoft is sort of everything on the table. They've got to deliver. New hardware is always very, very exciting. So make sure you guys all come back tomorrow at 7pm where we will be talking about... Microsoft and Bethesda, me and Joel. Make sure you check it out. These conferences, of course, let me just remind you then, Microsoft tonight at 10 p.m. and then Bethesda at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, you cunts. Um, so, <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never forgiven him for that, never. Um, so um, we'll be back with lots more coverage, live tweeting throughout all the events, podcasts. Get to bxbgames.co.uk. Follow us at Twitter, at bxbgames. And Facebook, BXB Games. Everywhere, BXB Games. I've been your host, Ben. Richard, the reviews editor, has been him. Say hello. something. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Hello. You, there were two choices, Richard, and you picked the wrong one. <laughs>
I'm I might eat to me. You normally introduce Twitter handles and shit. Uh, I'm just you know, right, by the way. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bonus babble, mate. We just we just we fly fast and loose on the bonus babble. I'm doing my E3 dance again. Come on, come on, E3 co-pilot, dance with me. Come on, people. Come on, Joel, get your dancing on. There we go, all dancing. And Joel, my E3 co-pilot has been great, and he'll be back with me tomorrow. So say goodbye. Yep. yep. Bye. Speak to you tomorrow. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.